and welcome back to the 65th episode of the Monster Movie Stop Down. You got your host Sludge here, my co-host across from me is Mark, our brother from Texas, Ruben. And we've got a good fun episode for you guys. Uh, the next Godzilla movie in the line, of course, we're doing the awesome, I'm maybe the one that says <laughs> that, awesome Shin Godzilla. <laughs> um, oh, we'll yeah. find out from... Uh, Justin over here. I mean, Mark hey, over here. That's cold. We've got that lined up for you. This episode's going to be a good one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. We, uh, we want to introduce you guys. This is a, a new well, format. No, wait, 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 wait. You know, you know, something's wrong there. Justin, it's okay. I'll take credit, Justin. If he, he He's like comparing me and you together it's okay Justin, Justin's up and up he's not that's not a that's not a bad thing so Justin I'm good. picks Godzilla 98 over this movie well so. you have yeah, Godzilla yeah. Uh, 98 m- memorabilia up in oh, the nerd no. room oh. Oh, I have I am I am I have whittled yeah. it down oh really I am tired of the bull crap you know I pick up <laughs> I some stuff Wait, some boxes and the, the peer pressure the peer pressure yeah, got yeah. to him man I tell you what now when you say whittled it down does that mean you're completely uh, gone with it or there's well, still no. let's, oh, let's, okay. now, hold yeah, on now hold yeah, on, yeah, hold yeah, on here it comes here now it comes. I cannot I cannot justify getting rid of one thing up in the collection and this is why I have one of those metal lunch boxes, you know, like the old school lunch boxes. They did one for the, yeah. the 98 film. I have one still complete with the, you know, the, the canister uh, and the, the, yeah. the mug and everything that, that, that but, you used in high school, right? No, I never used it. No, I, I think, it's, <laughs> no, I think I saw school? it in his office right here. It has never I been utilized. Took, Actually, no, I, I take it back. I thought he took it. The cup has been utilized because I I was cleaning up shelves today, uh, reorganizing wow. things up there, and I went to move it to a different shelf. Right? It's actually, I mean, for those who 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 don't know, okay, I've got a lot of shelving in my nerd vault for figures. Um, this one, this particular item, because it's G ninety eight, is on like the very bottom low <laughs> shelf. Like it's like there's other things way more important that's above it. Um, so clean, like, for easy. For easy access, though, right? Mark. That's what it is. No, I, I got to bend exactly down and, and pick it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But so this lunchbox there, okay? Now the cup in it has been used. Why are you struggling to to tell us this? I'm trying to get it out to you. <laughs> yeah, okay? you're struggling. You just if you just yeah. shut up a, for a minute. Let me finish the story here. You should see it. If um, it was a video. The word, cash, the word is not struggling. <laughs> the word is not struggling, Mark. It's justifying. <laughs> oh, it's justifying. Thank you. That was exactly. Well, then let me justify this one item, okay? So, anyways, the cup in it is used. Apparently, at some point, I I, I was like, this is heavier and crap. Why? Like, it shouldn't be this that heavy. Opened it up, and there was like a bunch of pennies and change in the cup. So, I, th- I think at some point, I may have been using that as just a change jar. Oh, yeah. Anyways. No. Setting on your dress, you're proud of it. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> of it. Uh, yeah. But, but I mean, but. I mean, if there's anything of that stuff it should be uh, proud of or stuck out okay. you know, on okay. display, it's this. Why? Because of this. It was a wedding gift from my aunt when, uh, not my current wife, but Jada's yeah. mom, when me and Bridget got married. She bought it for me, my Aunt Mikey, bought it for me as a wedding gift. So that's the only, the only thing in the collection that has to stay. And Aunt Mikey knows you. Yes. Yeah. And she knows she, she knows. Your likes. That's why she bought it. No, okay. no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's no. exactly yeah. why. She and Mikey it. is not aware of the Godzilla Thor. Okay, she just saw Godzilla. And she thought, okay, this is Chase. Yeah. Thanks, Aunt Mikey. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. get more crap now. All right. So, anyways, yes, I'm whittling it down. Um, but uh, so yes, we we've got a good episode for you for Shin Godzilla. But we do want to introduce you guys to a new format we have started with this episode. You're going to hear things a little bit differently than what we've been doing. I've been working hard on um, trying to um, push the show a little more professionally. But uh, one thing definitely that we were going to be doing is is promoting our friends. Uh, I've been talking to you know our friends Charlie and Dan at uh, Give Back My Action Movies, Pete and his crew at Good Beer Bad Movie Night, Cameron and his crew at the Jacked Up Review Show, and uh, uh, the cool thing about the podcast that we do is is there's a there's a bit of, there's a circle of friends now that's developed from all these yeah. shows and yeah. it's it's real cool and real personal and and we all do different types of shows and stuff and we're from all across the the country. But we love and support each other, and I think that's awesome. So I, you know, I talk to everybody, and it's like, hey, let's 
Does everybody got commercials, you know? So we're going to start promoting. We're, we're, we're working on those. Um, I got us a commercial made. Uh, Pete from Good Baby Bad Movie Night got us, got us has a commercial for his show. So we're going to start pushing and promoting these shows for you guys to make sure you all are aware of these other podcasts and are listening to these other podcasts because they're definitely worth your time. We promise. Um, uh, so we're going to start seeing that every episode. And a, cute, a, a couple cool little other things we're going to start dropping in for you. But uh, we've got a new format, kind of the same as far as the flow. But... We've got some new things for you to check out. And speaking of that format, let's jump into it, man. Pete Quint and his crew over at Good Beer, Bad Movie Night give you an amazing show every time they put one on. Now, for us, we review monster movies. For those who's never listened to Pete's show, um, Good Beer, Bad Movie Night, what they do is they review horrible movies, movies that are just despicably bad. Um, Fun, but but bad. Um, Not uh, grade A cinema, I guess you could say. Oh, definitely. Most of it's not even grade B cinema. What what, do we do with Pete? Ship of Monsters. Oh, the Ship of Monsters. Mark's favorite episode. Oh, Pete just (laughs) changed my life with that (laughs) that one. one. (laughs) That's a taste of what their show is like. Um, So what they do is, of course, now those cats, they're all beer connoisseurs, kind of like wine connoisseurs. They do a lot of uh, different types and the way they're made, and they actually go through through and uh, they give theirs a rating of six packs as far as how many six packs it takes to make it through and through them through the movie um, <laughs> of the movie that they review and uh, they do it on different beers and then they will actually go into detail on how the beers are made and and the way that they taste and the uh, the head on them and all kinds of stuff it's more really, in, more interesting than the movie they were just watching. way more interesting than the movie that they just reviewed so exactly um, but it's great it's hilarious I especially love listening to it because Kathleen gets mad sometimes with some of the movies that Pete forces her to watch and it, uh, <laughs> it it makes for good comedy for me. I, I quite enjoy it. So, uh, yeah, definitely here. Give it a listen. Make sure you check them out. Good beer, bad movie night. Just how drunk are we going to get? Welcome to Good Beer, Bad Movie Night, where each month we drink finely crafted brews while watching terrible films in order to see just how drunk you have to get to enjoy them. So tune in and join Troy... Kilmore Kreitz. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> Dave. I have the weirdest... And Pete. IPAs are ales, meaning they are bottom fermented. Excuse me, they are top fermented. I f- that up. <laughs> Try that again. As we drag Kathleen, Hear me. kicking and screaming through an alcohol-fueled podcast dedicated to movies of questionable quality and the frosty adult beverages that help make them tolerable. Good beer, bad movie night. Clearly, it's the beer's fault. So, again, check out Good Beer, Bad Movie Night, and then you were followed up right by the trailer for the movie. We are fixing to jump into Shin Godzilla, which came out in 2016. And uh, a little bit of, of background information on this. This actually was not supposed to come out, but it did. Because yeah. 2014, when we, the one we just did, Godzilla got from 2014 with Legendary, their contract with Toho had stated they could not make another live-action Godzilla movie until the MonsterVerse films completed, until the contract ended in 2020. Obviously, they put out Shin Godzilla in 2016 and kind of broke contract there. 
wasn't a big deal, honestly. Like, I mean, Jonathan Toll didn't really seem to care. But that's why after this, we end up getting the anime trilogy and haven't seen another live-action Godzilla film since yeah. because of the, of the contract there. Um, but this movie came out, again, uh, actually, for the first time in a long time, because most of the time we know we were getting Godzilla movies in Japan in December. This was a, a summer release. This was in July of 2016. And uh, this was done by the uh, amazing writers, uh, Hideki Anno, uh, Hideki Anno, I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name, and Shinji Higuchi. Um, now, Anno, of course, is known, and they're both known for their work with Evangelion. Um, it's an animated series of films that is absolutely phenomenal. Um, if you haven't ever seen Evangelion, I highly recommend those. Um, but they wanted to tackle, and, and um, they both always wanted to do a Godzilla um, movie itself. Um, now, with Shinji um, Higuchi, one of the perks for him and Anna working together is is that Higuchi had a mass has already had a massive role in Japanese special effects films outside of Evangelion. That being Gamera Guarding the Universe, he was part of the special effects department there. He worked on it, you know the Attack on Titans films were because of him. He you know he did special effects and directing on those films as well. Um, so you have a a stellar crew when it comes to as far as the writing and directing of a film already. Want to tackle Godzilla. So they decided to do it, and they go pretty deep in this one. I mean, they wanted to take Godzilla back to his roots of the original film as far as a nuclear message um, and the things that the, the Japan had faced at the time, um, and as well as his design, because with his design, especially in the fan base, seems to be a major hit or miss. Um, people either love it or they absolutely hate it. Um, he does evolve four times in the film. He doesn't start out with the normal form we're used to seeing, but he evolves throughout the movie into the familiar Godzilla, you know, stature and, and design. Uh, but it's very much closer to the original design, not so much as the movie itself, the original Godzilla movie itself, but more the original de de drawings and vision <clears throat> of Tomoyuki Tanaka. Um, and, yep. you know, he, he worked hard. He got the original design drawing. I mean, like the paper drawings that Tanaka and them did back then to try and create what Tanaka and the crew in 54 really tried to envision. And that's what they wanted to put on screen. And I, kept, I think it was maybe, I'm pretty sure, I can't remember if it was Tanaka's wife or Honda's wife. One of them did come out and state, this is what they envisioned. You know, as far as what we saw on screen in Shin Godzilla yeah. is what they were trying to capture in 54. Um, so I thought that was really, really awesome they did that. Um, but the movie was kind of, um, as far as the plot of the film, uh, it starts immediately. I mean, as soon as the movie starts, starts immediately. The Coast Guard is is coming out into Tokyo Bay, and they come upon an abandoned um, <clears throat> uh, boat, almost like a yacht boat, called the Glory Maru, um, who's owned by Goro Maki, which, by the way, anybody know the little Easter egg there? Either one of you two? Nope. What? Goro Maki. I'm telling you. Yeah, huh? he was one of the – yeah, he's one of the – Goromaki was the, one of the original cast members, right? In Godzilla 54 or new. No. See, I'm a, uh, no, told you. Told you all before the show. I'm going to prove the true Godzilla fan here. Yeah. Okay, what? Well, all right. Goromaki is the reporter from The Return of Godzilla in 1984. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Got you. Got you. So yeah. that's and so the the doctor, the scientist that owns this boat, um, who's missing, he's not on there uh, on the boat at all actually. Um, is Goromaki, and um, he plays a pivotal role through the film, even though he's not actually in the movie. And as soon as they board the ship, there's a massive explosion uh, in Tokyo Bay, and uh, you see it erupt on the top, and you know all the steam and, and and red water, which we find out it's blood. While it happens on top, there's damage below because the um, aqueduct line where you can drive through like an underwater tunnel of cars starts to crack open. And now it's pouring water and there's people underneath there and it's red blood. I was going to say, yeah, some red blood. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that, you know, and immediately as this happens, then you've got the prime minister and all the government cabinets are coming together in meetings. Like, we got to figure out what's going on. What happened? Is it an underwater volcano? Is it, you know, a, a, some kind of a new spout? And one character is very adamant on it could be a living creature. Um, and they, uh, Yaguchi is his name, Rando Yaguchi, who's played by Hiroki Hasegawa. Yeah. Um, and the rest of everybody else is like, no, no, it's not, you know, that. Yeah. You know what you're talking about? Like, it's got to be you know, an earthquake. or it, um, Yeah. It's more, it's more of a session on what, what can it, you know, what excuse can we make? What can it be that we won't alarm anybody? Yeah, so they didn't yeah. like the idea of a of a creature at all. 
No, no. You and, know, and it's and a even lot though of, cr- crimson red blood, you know, that wasn't a signal. Yeah, uh, you know, that was a complete big, big red flag. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but as they're trying to figure out what to do and how to address the public in this situation, someone captures on video Godzilla's tail coming out of the water. They're like, oh, crap. Well, it is a living creature. Um, and they're like, okay, well, um, you know, let's find out what we can about it. Let's call into biologists. And it's a lot of bureaucratic stuff going on. And they, you know, they finally make an announcement. Yeah. They're like, okay, well, it can't come on land, so we're good there. As soon as they announce it, it comes on land. Godzilla comes on land and just starts yeah. causing massive destruction. And by the time he comes through, I mean, because literally he shows up and starts attacking the city right at the very beginning in his first couple of evolu- evolution forms. Um, and then at one point, they're trying to figure out what to do, trying to get people evacuated. You know, they're they're really cutting through red tape on, tape on what they can do or can't do to, to deal with the situation. Godzilla, at one point, kind of stops, turns, and goes right back to the ocean. They have no idea why. They're trying to figure it out. Then they finally end up coming to the conclusion that he feeds or has like nuclear fission going on in his body so he needed to cool off that's why he went and that back to too that too is questioned hugely questioned. somebody says the nuclear fission oh that's a joke you're crazy and then it ends up being right yeah yeah i'm actually one of the female yeah. scientists is like she yeah. says it's what it is and they're like there's no way then they end up having to apologize to her like oh no you were right you know and uh so they're trying and, to and it should be noted that she was like an amateur yeah they yeah. called in all these scientists and they were professionals and none of them could nail it down or they didn't want to they didn't want to come across as ignorant or proven wrong right so they bring her in yeah and she's just like she's just a college from what i understand in the movie she's just like an underwriter you know yes yeah, yeah like she's yeah well they even get to the point to you know they bring a couple experts and a couple experts have no idea so yaguchi and a couple of them are like well just bring in anybody anybody's better than nobody we need to find some answers and they do they bring her in and uh and uh, her character's name's um Gashira. Um, and right. she's who ends up really kind of just giving all the answers there and, and figuring yeah. all this stuff out. Um, so they're trying to figure out what to do and handle the handle the situation. And while they're doing this, they get, you know, Yaguchi and, and, and his crew from the prime, the, the minister's cabinet, uh, a team together to kind of figure out what Godzilla is, where he came from, how do we handle the situation? They actually get some help from the U S because of a U.S. and Japan, um, treaty, uh, as far as, you know, uh, U.S. help and support them, and that comes in the character of Kyoko Patterson, who is a, a, an American senator's daughter, but she's Japanese as well. She's her, it's really big on trying to s- stop this from happening and, and save Japan because of her grandmother. Um, she steps in, and, and she provides the first little bit of information we have from Goro Maki, who predicted yeah. Godzilla's appearance and had been studying the possibility of this creature. And through this, we find out that there's actual nuclear radiation that's been dropped um, in Tokyo Bay that this thing has been feeding on and is now evolving, you know, over, you know, over and over and over again. And then of course, Godzilla shows up again and, um, is just an unstoppable beast. He's huge. He's in this, you know, the, the final form of the film itself and, uh, goes on land, makes his way towards Tokyo. And again, the prime minister's office are freaking out. You know, we got to get people evacuated. How can we do it? What do we need to do? Let's dive through red tape. We need to get the army to attack them, but we can't attack them because, you know, it's we. You know, the policies and set for the, the defense force. Well, we got to do it. How can we do it? How can we get around and and, and get this to pass so we can uh, retaliate with some weaponry? So after lots of argument and back and forth, you spend a lot of time at the with the bureaucrats at the table in this film. They finally are able to allow the self defense force to try and stop Godzilla, and they give them him all they got and does absolutely nothing. Nothing. He, he doesn't even doesn't even face him. He doesn't even roar back. I mean, like they're pelting him in the face with cannons and tanks and missiles, and it's just like it does absolutely nothing to him. Um, this is definitely the most impenetrable version of Godzilla we've seen on screen to date. Yeah. Um, and yep. definitely, th- they give that all. They're all, and there's nothing left. So they end up deciding, and he crosses over into Tokyo. Well, what do we do? They finally decide, let's call the U.S. The U.S. brings in some bombers to try and bomb him um, as they're evacuating Tokyo, getting all these people out, and. Bombers don't work. They end up causing a little bit of damage for once on him, um, but doesn't really do much. And at that point, that's the first time in the film you see Godzilla uses atomic breath in some new ways. That's extremely interesting <laughs> oh, because yeah. not only is it um, you know coming out of his mouth, eventually through the film it comes out of his back, it comes out the tip of his tail. Um, but so he just onslaughts these bombers, takes them out like nothing, and then in probably 
one swift move of maybe 45 seconds takes out most of Tokyo. Not even moving, just with the power of his atomic breath, the way that it works. And then he apparently expends his energy and then freezes to a standstill. He's frozen. And so they're trying to figure out what's going on. They realize, okay, it's the nuclear fission. He's cooling off. He's pretty much recharging. What are we going to do? We've got to stop this. Well, the U.S. has decided at this point the only way to stop Godzilla, and well, not just the U.S., the United Council with China and Russia and the other world countries are all in agreement. We got to kill it. We got to exterminate Godzilla. And the only way to do that is with a thermonuclear bomb. Japan kind of gives in, says, okay, we don't really have any other choice. You know, all the other countries are agreeing to help us financially rebuild Tokyo, but we're going to have to drop a nuke on Tokyo. Yoguchi uh, and his team, um, who have been, you know, of course, the main characters of this movie, are like, no, we're so close to figuring out a way to stop Godzilla. We've got to do it. We cannot. We can't let this happen. And Patterson, she's like, no, I'm not. You know, the, the U.S. tells her to evacuate. She refuses. She's not going to see her grandmother's country go through another nu- nuclear um, catastrophe again. And so they bust b- butt with their team to figure out what's going on with Godzilla. And because of the information that they're able to provide from Goro Maki, they find out a way that they can actually freeze Godzilla with a coagulant. And so they need 24 hours more than what they have as far as the bomb. They end up using back channels to get France to step up and say, hey, okay, let's not maybe not do this yet. So they get the 24 hours that they need, concoct the plan to be able to attack Godzilla and inject him with this coagulant to freeze him. And they do it successfully in the last climatic scene of the movie. Um, not to major losses, as Godzilla definitely fights back, but they are able to finally freeze him and successfully stop Godzilla. So now Godzilla is this big frozen almost metal statue statue in the middle of Tokyo. Mm -hmm. And as the movie ends and they realize, look, we were able to do this as a country and come together. And finally, after we, you know, get through the red tape and bull crap and stop Godzilla, stop this catastrophe from getting worse. And then as the last scene of the movie, you see going up, the camera goes up Godzilla's tail and you see coming out Godzilla's tail, these humanoid type Godzilla figures. And then it ends. Um, Movie did really, really, really good. Uh, it only had a fifteen million dollar budget when it came out, and it ended up grossing um, seventy eight million uh, at the box office, which was a huge success. This is probably one of the most successful Godzilla films to date, uh, as far as theatrical release in Japan. It went on to not only just do massive numbers at the box office; it won eleven Academy Japanese Academy Awards. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it only won seven. Seven, nominated, nominated for, for 11. 11. Yeah. One yeah. seven. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Um, so uh, I mean, wait. Oh, let's see. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Just because uh, I see, man, I see a whole bunch of ones here, but it's different awards from different awards. You know. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, it's won uh, tons yeah, of them. But yeah. I mean, of course, on Academy right. Awards are the top dog exactly. ones. So, I mean, yeah. I don't know of any other film in Japan that's won seven Academy Awards. Yeah, one in a, seven. In a, yeah, in a one single seven. picture of film. the year. Yeah, one picture of the year. Uh, best director, director the year. Um, special. I think yeah. they got a special effects Academy Award as well. Um, just did stellar. Actually, did twenty three percent more at the box office than twenty fourteen's Godzilla did at the Japanese box office. So I mean, it was huge in Japan. They 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 just love this movie up. It did so well that thankfully to uh, Funimation, I think it's who it was, right? Yeah, they were they were able to bring it overseas, and we actually got it theatrically here in Japan or in America, and we went. Yeah, me, Mark, and yeah. Jada, uh, we went premiere night um, in uh, in our area where there's a theater that was playing it, um, and and man, it was awesome. I mean, to see an an authentic Japanese Godzilla film in theater was amazing. Like you know, you had Godzilla 2000 come out, and I went and saw it. Um, and it was still great, but it was English dubbed and edited. You know, what I mean, not this. This was straight up the way it was released in Japan, subtitled on the big screen. Yeah. Absolutely epic to see. Um, but this movie has caused it's a it's a love or hate with this film when it comes to the Western yeah. fan base. Um, I mean, when it comes to the actual Japanese fan base, it's pretty much, I mean best next to the original i mean they absolutely yeah. love this movie over here on our but side the, of the country but the western fan yeah the western fan base though can is very fickle they are extremely I mean, fickle I mean, love everybody yeah. in the fan base but man we but, are the most man, fickle fan base ever. as you will see tonight as you should oh, see our, our yeah style, yeah so. <laughs> uh, you know <laughs> yeah that's right. We're ra- we ran the yeah. gamut. We oh, ran yeah. the gamut here. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely did it when it comes to the ratings, which we'll get to you guys uh, a little bit later. So, but this movie was extremely successful. I, I mean, did it so well coming here that it actually even opened the doors for Funimation to run more 
films theatrically in limited releases, including yeah. the, the, the next two or the the two Dragon Ball Super films that came out. So I mean, it did a lot lot for it. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll jump into this one first. Yeah, it's been, we want you to. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, this movie, of course, when we did the the top Godzilla films a while back, this was in my top five. Um, to me, I, this movie, man, finding a I have one fault for the film, and the only fault I'll go ahead and get out of the way because I want to talk about how amazing this movie is. Was okay. there's several lines in the movie that several of the characters like Patterson, even Yaguchi, and a couple other ones, they actually will do their dialogue in English. Yeah. While, it, it's, I mean, they do it fine, but to me, it just it's it seemed um, like a struggle. You know what I mean? Yeah, forced. Yeah, yeah, it seemed very forced when they did those lines. And I'd rather them just stuck with the original Japanese dialogue instead of trying to do that, do a bilingual in the film. Um, that's my only complaint. That is my only complaint in this movie. Everything else, I thought it was absolutely phenomenal through through and through. From I mean, there was no buildup. You start off, boom, Godzilla's there, and you're riding it through the rest of the film. To me, what I liked the most about this movie, the special effects were absolutely stellar. It's like, finally, you got a crew over there in Japan that knows how to do computer special effects and they knocked it out of the park. Godzilla looked amazing in every scene. Um, I know Mark said something about the fish eyes. We were talking about it earlier um, for the earlier evolutions. Yes. Um, they did look kind of, kind of goofy, but to me, they, they when I saw it, you know what I mean? It's again, he's aquatic at the beginning versus a land animal or an animal that could be on land. So to me, it was more, looked more like fish eyes. Um, so to me, it made sense um, again, compared to how small his eyes were later. But special effects were absolutely amazing. Godzilla in every iteration in this looked super detailed. I mean, just I was impressed. I was like, we finally have a Japanese special effects movie with computer effects that are as good or rival Hollywood special effects for computers. Now there was practical effects done. I mean, there was a suit done. I mean, you know, and it ended up being taken out in the final product. And which is, I mean, as good as it was, I'm not complaining. But it would have been cool to see some of the practical effects at some point. Yeah. I think it should have been thrown in there, even if it's um, it's an homage type of deal. Yeah, you know? in in just, some way. I mean, the, uh, yeah. For those who way, have the, yeah. the Blu-ray, um, you know, I mean, you can see it in some of the behind-the-scenes special features that they've got for it. But I mean, on top of that, the special effects were great. On top of that, Godzilla looked amazing to me. He just he was just a where yeah. legendary Godzilla, who's now out at the time, is this powerhouse of a force. Okay. This Godzilla is just an unstoppable yeah. machine. I mean, they did this. Got this Godzilla doesn't need a nap. No, let's just be clear on that. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't need a nap on this one. Like he, fourteen did. Yeah, no, doesn't need no nap. <laughs> he just, I mean, nothing, nothing can stop him. I mean, he's just so insanely powerful. And the what I loved about it is, is you always. I mean, we know Godzilla's atomic ray is a big is a big part of him. Big part of him. Well, you wait. It's over an hour. It's like an hour and 10 yeah. minutes into the film before you finally see it happen. And the payoff was yeah. unreal. You know what I mean? So his his eyes cover over with like almost like a shark, like a, a co protective covering, and they turn silver. His back glows purple. And the reason purple, because our people are like, oh, purple, why? Purple actually is the, is the color that's related to death in the Japanese culture. So there was, because I mean, he glows red throughout the whole film. But then when his color turns to purple as he's about to do his, his radioactive breath, it that's that's on purpose. The reason why it's not blue, the reason why it goes to purple, is because of how big and what that color uh, annotates. Represents. In, in, yeah, yeah, it represents in the Japanese culture. It represents death. And that's what happens. And when that back goes purple, a lot of people are about to die. And you see him, and his mouth opens, and his bottom jaw actually splits like a snake's almost to become wide enough. And you're just talking, yeah. just massive flames come out of his mouth and just engulfs everything. But then it seems to get more powerful and then turns in almost into a, a, a kind of like a, the ray we know, just this laser beam type ray. Then from that point, it just wipes out everything. He closes his mouth, and the ray starts shooting out from every direction from his spines. He uses that from the edge of his tail. That was just different and unique. I thought that was awesome. At first, it didn't make sense for me when I first saw it coming out at the end of the tail. I'm like, well, that's a little weird. But then when you see the tail at the end of the movie, because there's a massive mouth on it, you're like, uh -huh, okay, that makes sense. you know. Um, but, I mean, the, the destruction caused in 45 seconds of this film 
was more destruction caused by a single radioactive breath of Godzilla than we have ever seen. Probably in the culmination of all the films. I mean, it was just... It was like seeing the bomb drop in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Like, it was... Just, I mean, I think that's what they meant to do. You know what I mean? It was just to show that, that level of devastation. Um, so, the, I mean, it was great. On top of that, too, I mean, loving what what I saw with that is is the sound effects. They mm-hmm. They didn't just use or remake like original Godzilla roars from the old films and the sound effects of like the tanks and, and the explosions, they literally just pulled the sound effects from the original reels and used them. And that was awesome. I mean, when you see Godzilla, when he does his first evolution where he grows his arms and his feet change and he's able to stand up and he rips that head up in the sky and roars, you hear that original 54 roar. And it's literally it. Like it's not a. You know, oh, it'll give you chills. It'll oh, give it you does, chills, man. Yeah. And it's just like you. That is from the original film. That was awesome. I mean, the the sound effects from them shooting him. It's like I was listening to a Showa movie, and I absolutely loved that. That showed to me the love that these guys had for those original yeah. films and the original movie, and it was just absolutely epic. I mean, just so cool to hear all of that from beginning to end. Um, yeah. And to me, the the message behind it, I mean, because they were real big on, I mean, the original movie was, I mean, it was a message about the terror of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And we got, you know, in 84, we got a little bit of that nuclear international message with the kind of the Cold War stuff that was going on. But we've not had that, that dire message that the original Godzilla movie was. Because, yeah, the original Godzilla movie was a monster movie. But more than anything else, when you watch it, I mean, it's a tragic horror story of Hiroshima yes, and Nagasaki. Exactly. And to me, that's what made this one so good was because it had that message again. And the reason being for that was because of the um, Fukushima nuclear meltdown that happened um, nearly uh, mm-hmm. like prior to 2011. Then the earthquake and tsunami because that happened in Japan in 2011 because what went on with those things was you had a nuclear and major dis- natural disasters and the government was worth was worthless w- with yep. how to handle those situations because they went they had to deal with so much red tape and bureaucracy and that's why you see so much of that in this movie is because i mean they spoke out heavily i mean they believe that i mean um that they were they they deal with a fossilized government over there you know i mean it's just it's yeah. It's so old school that it doesn't work. I mean, when you're dealing with a natural disaster, you need to be able to have an answer immediately um, on how to handle it. And they didn't when the tsunami hit. You know, they didn't when the meltdown happened in Fukushima. They, you know, they went through hours and days and weeks of meetings to be able to handle these situations. (laughs) And that was the message of this, is that this is a tragic problem. And because it's nuclear related, because it's natural disaster related, they felt that it was perfect for Godzilla because that's what he was. And so they wanted to kind of push that heart of a message like they did in 54 for something that was as equally serious for them at the time in the the early 2000s. Um, So to me, I mean, I loved it. I mean, I got... Everything I wanted out of a Godzilla film, minus another monster. We always want to see him find another monster. But for a solo Godzilla film, to me, the message, the heart, the special effects, the sound effect. This movie's amazing. I love this movie. And my only complaint was the occasional English dialogue. You, go for it, you guys. Take it, Ruben. You sure? Oh, yeah. You don't want me to bookend your? Okay. Uh, he probably has well, very little to say. <laughs> He's going to be like, yeah. <laughs> Justin 2.0. Well, well. You know, you, you hit on a lot of a lot of the points that I was going to hit on, uh, Sludge. So, um, I will say, first of all, you know, uh, Sludge has a uh, how can I say a negative view of Minya or Mila, whatever you want to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I but do. Where's I'm reading going? here that go that that Goro Mark uh, Goro Mackey actually made that character as a reporter made his debut in son, son of Godzilla. Godzilla. That's Godzilla. right. Yeah. That right. Yes. He okay. is the, what, what did he say? He didn't he say, I'm going to show you a real Godzilla fan. Uh, yeah, good, yeah, one, yeah. good one. Good yeah. one. Just like so I, told I was you. like, man, I, <laughs> I was ahead. talking to Jada the other day. We were talking about something. I, I put a post on Facebook of, um, uh, I can't remember. We were, we were having a Godzilla discussion and I was talking about the amount of Godzilla movies that had something in it or whatever. And I forgot in my counting Two Godzilla movies in our conversation. Oh, and that was oh, Son of Godzilla oh 
and Godzilla's Revenge, yeah. and that led into the conversation yeah. of like, well, when oh. Mania's involved, I just kind of kind of sort of forget, yeah, you know, it gets yeah, blocked. Yeah. Um, That's but like, yes, that he is has true. a he has a negative reaction. <laughs> and yeah. uh, in yeah. fact, I, I know our our listeners can't see, but we do Zoom. So I wore a shirt that has been on just for <laughs> Flood, just for him. Gosh, I, I, you know, yeah. And, in fact, and I, think, was, I might have taken I might have taken it out of the hamper just yeah. to wear it. Flood <laughs> <laughs> said he was getting ready to comment on what a great looking shirt that is until Ruben pulled the shirt up and there was me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was right there, and I was like, oh no, never. That mind. was great. That was yeah, because all he saw was got the top of Godzilla's head, and then you lift up. And, and there's Minya riding on his tail. I'm telling and you, that man, was he, the end of that. He's just <laughs> that's just one of those characters, man. That just like I, I'm very pro Godzilla's son in the in the Heisei series, big time. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's oh, awesome. Yeah. That's how it should be. But that little fat, rounded <laughs> silver thing in the '70s, dude. He, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, Ruben, yeah. Good. So, so yes, so, so, so okay. Well, then in that case, then uh, obviously you don't have any anything upstairs with a uh, mania right uh oh I d- actually to. i don't think i know yeah, but, I, but there you, may be one little uh, but you do the 98 godzilla you have oh there we go again you see where i'm headed here right you know well so I mean, he loves there, godzilla 98 yes. more than he does oh there, yes there, he does they're yes, worth yes, about the same does. so yes, i mean yeah. I, I put as much weight in the in the sony godzilla as i do mania right. um, yeah media man come on mania's a little chubbier you know at least godzilla 98's got some muscle you know so but anyway back to back to our podcast. Yes. Oh yes, Goromaki. Um, yes, he did officially. Yeah, Goromaki. So they get that out of the way. I wanted to get that out of the way. But uh, this good. this movie was 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 real hard for me to rate. When we get to it, uh, you know, you'll hear what I gave it. But this movie has a lot of dialogue and not too much Godzilla. Just like Fifty Four. Yeah. Just like Godzilla Twenty Fourteen. It's one of the main complaints. To me. The comparison is 2014 is an homage to the original 54, but it's also Showa, more Showa as far as story goes, because Godzilla in 2014 is a hero. And this one, Godzilla is anything but a hero. Um, this is borderline a horror movie, if you ask me. Yeah. Uh, it's a monster movie, but and, and so that dialogue has its use. It's It's used to get you... I guess you get a sense of dread because they're just not doing anything. <laughs> they're just sitting there trying to figure out what to do. Meanwhile, Godzilla's tearing through the city and they're sitting in their office all fat, dumb, and happy, you know, while people are dying. And and, and that sense of dread is is what makes that movie what makes the movie good. So yeah. um Godzilla's actually uh like fifty four, a force of nature. Um created by you know human misuse or human uh how can i say disrespect for nature how's that yeah for human disrespect of nature and this is what this godzilla is and um i mean i i really didn't like his first incarnation the googly eyes just didn't do it for me i wish they would have changed it up can, to something a little bit more realistic you, you know like i can they just didn't do it i'm like man i just don't see it but you know um it was cool to see the him evolve because every time they thought they had something figured out, Godzilla throws something else at him. Like, oh, well, we, you know, he barely moves. We can get him. Oh darn! Yeah, you know, he's standing up now. One oh the, darn! He can't get on land. And he gets it. Like one of, the, one of the guys in Yaguchi's team even makes a comment yeah. of he's evolving himself to be immortal. I mean, just yeah, exactly. He makes that, and that's what happens. So. What I thought was a neg at first, like when I'm re- when I'm looking at the movie, I'm trying to you know, okay, what don't I like and like? And at first, I'm like, ah, I really don't like this. But then as the movie moves forward, I'm like, you know what? There was a purpose for that. So I'm like, okay, that gets a pass. You know, okay, that gets a pass because the evolution is actually part of the. Uh, uh, I'm using the word horror. That might be a strong word, but it, it's it's the dread, I guess. It it, it makes you. As you're going through the movie, like you, you, you feel the dread and you feel that there's going to be destruction. And then you get the payoff. And that is the most, I'm going to just say it, that is the most powerful Godzilla. Maybe you can talk about King of the Monsters being just as powerful, and Godzilla and King of the Monsters being 
as powerful. But this this guy, this Godzilla with his rays and his in his skin. I mean, the bombs just bounce, bounce. off yeah. his skin. They bounce off his skin. Where in every other Godzilla alliteration or movie, you know, there's some kind of penetr. You know, he either gets penetrated. He get you know he get he he gets bloodied. You know, a lot of things happen. Not this one. This one. He's hit with he's hit with those bombs. They explode, but they're really bouncing right off of him. And then his only reaction is, "Well, I'll just spill blood all over the street." And he does it on his own accord. It's not like they draw blood. Yeah. Um. I mean, that's how I saw it anyway. And then um, when he finally shoots out his ray and he shoots it down into the ground, and you compared it to a nuclear explosion of the of the two a bombs that were dropped, that's exactly what it is because he drops it down and it spreads like a nuclear explosion would you just didn't have the uh the mushroom cloud but you had everything else yeah i mean he destroys the whole fleet of uh u.s bombers stealth bombers yeah oh yeah i mean he just destroys them all with the ray just boom 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 and the bombs they were dropping along with it um you know uh so this is the scariest godzilla one of the scariest because i still think that uh tokyo sos godzilla quite nice the white-eyed Godzilla. No, not Tokyo SOS. Uh, GMK. Uh, GMK. Yep. GMK is the one that that is the scariest looking. But this guy's, you know, could be argued to be one of the scariest Godzillas as far as his power and what he's capable of doing. Because uh, you mentioned it, he does what another Godzilla does in a whole movie. He does in forty-five 10 seconds. Minutes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no forty-five seconds. You know, yeah, no time at all. I mean, you know, and then. That's it. Now, this Godzilla, and I take it back because I said he doesn't take a nap like 2014. He actually does take a nap to re to regen right in the middle right. of the city. Right. Well, so I mean, he does. So I take that back. With the well, you're talking about the power of it. I mean, and the and the dread and the horror. There's the shots, and I'm showing you know Mark that shot here on my phone mm-hmm. where they they made through. And Ruben, you know what I'm talking about here. I'll put it up there. Um, after yeah, he, there you that, go. It's just it's just it's flames. It's 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 just it is atomic fire all behind yeah. him, and he's just standing yeah. there. And that is just and a just shot. There. You, there's yeah. no other shot like that in any Godzilla movie ever. Yeah. I mean, to me, that yeah. showed the just the power and destructive force and the dread, like you're saying, yeah, of what dread. he is in this and movie. That dread. Yeah, and uh, and even in his and when he when he goes dormant, he still got he's still EMPing the the heck out of anything that gets near him. Yeah, so yeah. he's still defending himself. He's still defending himself even in this in his dormant state. So to me, this is. You know, it's got to be the most powerful Godzilla. At least, let's just put it this way, to date of this release of this movie. Yeah. Um, when we get to uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters, maybe I'll reevaluate then. But right now, as to date, uh, 2016, 16, yeah. this is the, yeah, that, this is the most powerful Godzilla ever released. Um, sound, I mean, the sound, I love the soundtrack because it took you right back to, to me, it took me right back to my childhood. I mean that soundtrack was just so cool, and then they, they, you know, they had the military march, they had the Godzilla march, and yep. then the end of the movie. I mean, it was just and not and again, you know, man, not recreating it, just straight pulling it from the original ones. Yeah, yeah, just straight. Yeah, they didn't recreate it. They didn't try to recreate it. They just pulled it straight out. Which, if you're uh, a you know true Godzilla fan, all that brings you know brings back a flood of memories for me. You know, I'm like, man, this is just awesome. So that that helped out too. Um, another thing I thought, you know, soundtrack was good. Special effects were good. The design of Godzilla, like you were saying earlier, it, it's close to what the original concept drawings were. Um, you know, the nuclear scaling that was supposed to, that Godzilla was supposed to have the, the, uh, scarring. The scarring, yeah. This was, yeah, the scarring, the nuclear, uh, being exposed to nuclear, uh, radiation, whatever. Um, that was just cool. What I didn't like about it is the only thing I didn't like about it is I thought the dialogue was drawn out just a little bit too much. But like I said, it, some of it was needed. Some of it was needed so, to to get that sense of dread and to actually show. I mean, that was real life. I mean, that's that's what happens in in real governments is they sit there and argue because they don't want to take a blame for something. Yeah. So while they're you know while they're sitting there arguing, people are dying. And that happens in real life in governments. Yeah, they're sitting there. They have the luxury of being protected. They have the luxury of sitting hundreds of miles away while people are dying, and because they can't make up their mind because they don't want to look bad in front of 
you know, the media or whatever. And that's what this was. If you if you listen to a lot of those meetings, you know, they brought in experts, but all of them were too timid to nail down anything. You know, it took a, a novice science, you know, college kid scientist to someone who say, essentially no, be middle this class. This is what it is. Yeah, somebody. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Middle class that doesn't have anything to lose. You know, yeah. she doesn't I'm like, hey, I'm just going to tell you the truth. I don't have to worry about what people think about me. I'm not running for office. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to give you the straight out truth. She was which not a was bureaucrat great at all. Yeah, exactly. No bureaucrat. And she wasn't a bureaucrat. She just, you know, put it all out there. And then, then they brought in, you know, the U.S. scientists, all these people, all these scientists that had nothing to lose. And that's when things started getting done. Mm-hmm. And, and, and a couple of prime ministers get killed off. So then you have a novice in there who doesn't, you know, doesn't care either way. He's he's like, I'm just going to take the blame. If that's what it is, that's what it is. Um, but you, it took two prime ministers to get to that, you know, two PMs to get to that point. So while I didn't like that the, the dialogue, the long-winded dialogue, it some, most of it was needed. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna come down on it too bad. So that's why I didn't give it a, a very low score. Now some people don't like it because. You get what? Uh, do you have a minute count on Godzilla? Uh, what was it like eight? Let's guess. No, it was more than eight. Was it eight minutes? In this I thought film? you said yeah, something like eight. I think minutes. it's like yeah, about eight, eight minutes. minutes. I mean, it's yeah. eight, eight or nine minutes at the most. Yeah. Okay, and the rest is all dialogue, but it keeps you interested. You know, you want to know what's going on and, and what plans they come up with. And uh, it's so funny how it, it just took all those novices and all those experts that didn't have anything to lose to come up with a plan. And, and you know what? And the back channels from um, Pat Patterson, the back channels that she used and all that other stuff. And, you know, she put her, I mean, she's she's on the plane, I assume, talking to her dad. That's, that, that's what I think it was, yeah. Right. And, and and he says, you know, if you do this, you're you're never going to be president by the time you're 30. And she, she says, well, it's worth it. And she goes on and does it, you know. Oh, no, I'm and, sorry. Uh, 16 minutes for all forms. For all forms. Okay, all forms. 16 minutes. Okay, yeah. good. I knew it wasn't much. I knew it, you know, compared to a two-hour movie. So you have a two-hour movie with 16 minutes of Godzilla. And I would say of the dialogue, I don't know, maybe they could cut it by 20% at the most, 25 maybe. Um, Because most of it, you needed it because it gave you that sense of dread and that frustration level, that frustration level that you needed to realize just how dangerous Godzilla could become if they don't do anything. Um. And, and of course, people evacuating. And I thought that was so funny. They were about to, to, um, to shoot. At, you know, they, the, the, all the, the helicopters were ready to shoot on Godzilla, and one little old man with a kid comes shooting around the track, and they cancel the whole thing. Yeah, they just yeah. said, "Nope, we're not doing it. That we're yeah. not doing it." There's a civilian down there running across the tracks with a little kid. You know, and and that was enough for the prime minister to say, "Nope, not going to do it." And uh, what happens? Godzilla ends up. They don't do anything. The helicopters move away, and Godzilla ends up tearing up more stuff, you know, for another and killing how many another, more people? Yeah, yeah, killing. I don't know how many more people. So yeah. you're like you're frustrated because you, of course, you don't want anyone to die, but exactly. that one, that one hesitation costs how many lives, you know? So that's part of the dread. So um, even though it's a negative for me, um, I feel that most of it was needed. Uh, I, I just can't think about. I can't just can't think of anything else that I didn't like about the movie. Uh, I thought the acting was decent. Um, like I said, I thought the the dialogue was very realistic. I think that's I really that is my opinion of government. They just they're not yeah. going to do anything unless they're really really forced to. And even then, if they're going to do something, they're going to look somebody to blame just in case. So they got to find a scapegoat before they make a decision. So he goes, well, maybe I can blame it on this guy if it doesn't work out. So. Um, uh, I think it was a great outing. Um, it was uh, why they did it after 2014 and they had that contract. I don't know. I think it's to keep the Toho Godzilla relevant, you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, just, just as a, I wouldn't say a lot of people said they were unhappy with 2014, but that I haven't found anything online that actually said that they were really unhappy with it. No, it, um, 2014 did no, great they weren't. in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, they they all liked it. It's just the fact that they did that, and they were wondering, well, why'd you do it? I think Toho just did it to make sure that they they let the world know, hey, wait a minute, you know, we're Toho, 
we are Godzilla. Yeah. Uh, and that's the only reason they did it. Uh, maybe 2014 did, you know, kind of threaten that form a little bit. That's just my opinion. And uh, but no, other than that, man, I, I really can't complain too much about this movie. But that being said, I I sympathize with all the the negative reaction to this movie. I can see it going that way, and I could have easily gone that way if I didn't think if I didn't take a step back and actually think out as a Godzilla fan what they were trying to do. And once I figured that out, I'm like, you know what, I'm okay with with some of the negative reaction. And but I can see. I can see why I got some of the negative reaction that he got. That's that's all you got from me. Well, let's hear from the man who's wow. got the negative reaction. <laughs> I am the negative. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, first of all, yeah. and, and then I think a lot of spoiler alert uh, to Mark's feelings on this film. Uh, yeah, <laughs> when you compare like the 2014 and Toho going against the the contract and bringing out yeah. uh, Shin Godzilla, uh, I, I think they they hurt themselves by doing it. Um, uh, because I, you know, when it comes to looking at Godzilla to Godzilla, not going into the movie, I think the 2014 Godzilla, uh, is so much better. Uh, it's more agile It's you know, it's overall better looking, uh, meaner, fiercer, in my opinion, um, than the Shin Godzilla, you know, yeah. with the Shin Godzilla, I think, um, uh, wasn't agile at all. Uh, you know, that first, oh, no, no, no. Uh, you know, not, that, not that first, that first, uh, form that came out in those bug eyes, I'm sorry. That, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, you know, look at teddy bears at Walmart on aisle four or something. You see eyes like that. <laughs> I mean, that's just the way I thought about it when I saw it. Um, I think the special effects in the movie, I really, really liked it. I mean, I thought it was really yeah. cool. Um, I think he could have tore up a whole lot more stuff with them rays coming out of his back than what he actually yeah. did. Cause that was a, that was yeah. a bunch coming out and it just destroyed everything. Um, uh, but I think if I'm going to a movie <clears throat> and I want to get away from what's going on in the world for a couple hours and I just, point. you know, I don't want to go in and for the next two hours and listen to the political dialogue that I had to sit through for yeah. what'd you say? 11, 13 minutes of Godzilla. Yeah. No other monsters. And it's like a 118 uh, minute runtime. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah. that was one of the things that was kind of depressing to me, you know? Yeah. I can see you act, you're acting just like a government, all this red tape, yeah. all the bureaucrats. I mean, all that stuff. I don't want to see it. I want to see yeah. a, a Godzilla. You want to escape. Oh yeah. yeah I want to see Godzilla yeah. come in here, kick some butts, you know, and and do his thing of what I've won, what I've watched him do for year after year after year since 1954. Yeah. And so, I mean, those are the things I look at. That's why the movie was kind of depressing to me. And that's why, uh, I'm, I'm negative on it. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. the legendary Godzilla's you felt good. You felt good. Right. Right. And, uh, and, and with this movie, you just didn't. <clears throat> and you know, it's just like, you know, is he dead? And the Shin Godzilla yeah. is Shin Godzilla. No, he's still standing frozen in the middle of Tokyo. And that's how the movie ended. And, and so you didn't get to me, I didn't get a sense of closure on what actually happened. He just, when you left, he's still standing there in the middle of Tokyo. Did they go dismantle him? I mean, or did they leave him there? What, what happened? And so I was, yeah. <laughs> you know, I finished having more questions about, the movie than i started with uh, that, that that's valid that's yeah, valid I can see uh, that. yeah yeah the the soundtrack loved it yeah i'm with you on that oh, you know so with the special cool. effects so loved it and even you know the acting though it was quite boring to me and a lot of it uh they did very good at it i mean they were believable yeah but it's just the content yeah. of what they were doing um yeah that i felt yeah. like the, that i didn't want to see i didn't you know it bored me with it i didn't want to didn't want it. And so, you know, for, for those reasons, I gave the stomps that I did, even though, <laughs> yeah. even though sludge is like, you're Pretty crazy. Low. You don't know, you don't know anything. And, uh, yeah. I will prove to you I'm the bigger Godzilla <laughs> fan. And, uh, so, yeah. uh, that's it. That's where I'm at. It's short and sweet, but 
Yeah. Uh, and you know, uh, you know, Sludge, just to Mark did give 2014. That was his number one. Yes, that's so, true. Yeah. And I can see where he that was. That gonna, yeah. yeah, that so, was his number one. Every so. time he started knocking on 2014, apparently, you know, the skin started raising up on the back of my neck. <laughs> He's and I like, thought, hey, I might have to jump over this table here in a minute. <laughs> number one. Like, like I said, I when, when, when I heard that, I'm like, well, you know, I was one. Let, let's just put it this way. If I don't watch shin godzilla tired after a long day of work i could have very well given it the same stomping as mark okay but i was fresh i was rested i was showered <laughs> i sat down i watched it and and it and took it all in you have to really take it in it is it is an acquired taste i, I think sludge touched on it earlier when he said you either love it or hate it this is an acquired taste movie i think i mean you have to really uh you you have to really how can I put it? You have to sit there and watch it. You know you can't and, and if if you don't pay attention to it, they're just talking. And then if you don't pay attention, then it will uh, it, it'll go right over your head. And, and then right sludge, it'll just go right over your head. It will. I mean, look, you've got you've got so many masterpieces throughout the years that you've got to sit and and take it all in. You know, you know, Seven Samurai. I mean, that's three hours. Yeah. You know, what I mean, and you've got to really sit through. Um, of course, granted, there's a lot of action in that one for the time, but three hours you got to sit through. Where the seventh, uh, yeah. seventh seal, uh, you know, Ingmar Ing Berman's film, where the you know the, the Crusaders talking, playing a game of chess with death. That one, did, you know, two hours of you've got to sit through this. You know, masterpieces. You know, take you got to take it all in. Yeah, <laughs> That's what I'm and, and this is, and, and make no mistake, I think Toho is going more for an artful Godzilla movie than they were a straight out action packed Godzilla. Yeah. Movie. Well I think it's that's like what you get era. with, with uh, yeah. Anno and 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 his crew for, for this type of thing. Because when you go and yeah. you watch Evangelion, you know I mean you're talking about the you know the the, the angels and stuff that, that are in it. Yeah. I mean you get even with those so much story and dialogue and very little action sequence. You know what I mean? But what little yeah. action sequence you do get is absolutely stellar for an animated yeah, film. You know what I mean? So I mean, I think it kind of goes into with yeah. They're very, yeah. very much. But, but more I mean, but, but to to Mark's point, you're like, okay, I want to go see a Godzilla movie. How many people say I want to go see a Godzilla movie for the politics and dialogue? Not too many. And then I think that, that's why I just, a lot of it. You know, it, they 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 tried to me change his origin. Where you know, yeah, he came from the sea, but. For all the Godzilla movies that we have seen, here come a different, you know, he comes out and, yeah. and he don't have no arms. He got flipper, you know, right. and all this. Yeah. And, this and, is, and there is no, there's no, or, I mean, this is an origin story. 54 yeah. never existed yeah. in this timeline. Yeah. Right. You're right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And yeah. so, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, they changed a lot of that stuff and, and just, I don't know, just didn't hit me. I didn't pick up on, it. I didn't, yeah. didn't really, didn't do anything for me. You know, and then, um, you know, uh, what I'm used to, well, you know, the 2014 are all the legendary Godzilla's, yeah. his arms, his hands, they're movable. They're working yeah. now in this movie. We're back to the T-Rex arms. And, 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 and yeah. You know. And he's, and he's a think in and, and the, and the legendary, he's a thinking animal, right? Exactly. You know, he, he's, yeah. he strategizes. He's not just, he's not just like this one. I don't get the sense that that he was thinking about anything he just was going to destroy whatever threatened he him. just kind of right. just moves yeah. well even yeah. a couple of the guys yeah. in the movie say well all he does is just move you know what i mean because he's just yeah. he's just a one track exactly machine yeah. in this yeah. film yeah um, so where in 2014 and king of the monsters and more strategies you know, he's, be, yeah he's yeah more he's more strategic he's you know you can see the intelligence in him yeah and where and this one that i'm not going to say he doesn't have any intelligence but um, he's just more of a a hurricane or tornado. Yeah, it's ba it's nature. all instinct, all instinct. Yeah, this yeah exactly. Yeah. It's all instinct, it's pure yeah. and only. Yeah. yeah, yeah, with him. Yeah. So. Uh -huh. well, okay. And so, uh, yeah, and another thing though, this goes to Mark, and then I'll then I'll let you go, let you talk. Um, the tail with the humanoids on the end. What is that? Like yeah, you're saying, man. what is Where, that all about? Yeah. Where did that come from? You know, because like, there was apparently come from? two more forms after. It would have been two more forms for him after this, as far as his evolution. I mean, because uh, you know, if they'd have done a sequel, yeah. could you imagine how how I mean, going from dread to pure horror, the nighttime sequence yeah. of these 
who knows how the you know 10 foot 12 yeah. foot beings yeah. that comes out of this tail i mean they were terrifying looking killing and hunting people I, you know and i could have and i could have sworn that when i saw it at the movies and and i saw it again i'm like well, wait a minute i guess i guess i just imagined it i could have sworn that at the end of the movie when they showed his tail there was movement but it, but in this and i mean i saw the blu-ray there was no movement right, i didn't no, see anything but i could have no, swore no. at the movies that i was sitting there and i said well maybe i just imagined it back in the movies when we were watching it because that's what i expected um that might have given mark the closure he needed yeah exactly he's seeing one of those humanoids just kind of oh, yeah man even just still, move a bit. yeah there's still life there yeah and, yeah uh, yeah exactly but it, that was just like okay so what is that all about and you know there's that symbolism i'm talking in the artistic toho going artistic okay well if it's a symbolism then you're throwing it all up you're, okay so where did those come from did it evolve from him okay he was created from just people dumping nuclear waste but where did the, are, are they people he killed? Did he absorb them somehow? I mean, what? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you exactly. know, I, yeah. I'd like to know what, you know, uh, he tore through a lot. He killed a lot of people just getting to the center of town, you know, oh, so, you know, so what, you know, why, you know, that's an unanswered question that Mark brought up that I, that I'd really like the answer to, you know, so, unfortunately, all right, man, that's that it. Ever will, so, well. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there it is from us. So after all the yeah. reviews and thoughts, let's see what the final outcome uh, come is. It's stomp down rating time. And we gave this one all around four stomps out of five. So still really good, even though Mark gave it pretty low. Now he didn't give it well, too low. I, it wasn't know, too I, I, I gave it an average. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I but gave, it got, I was more shocked on your perfect five. I had to give it a five, man. Um, I then, did. I then, did give yeah, this one a five. Uh, than than anything, uh, because I yeah. You know, we are in two different levels right <laughs> this here, one. buddy. For me, two it different just, levels. Uh, uh, like, like I told you earlier, man, I'm telling you, I, I was like, if I would have watched this after work while I was tired and, you know, maybe, you know, and not rested, I might have I might have gone with Mark on this yeah. one. That's a three. But yeah. luckily, luckily, uh, you know, I was like, okay. I, I you were the middle down. man on this yeah, one. You definitely yeah, I was yeah. the middle man on this Mark one. Mark gave it to yeah. three. Ruben gave it to four. I gave it to five. So, I mean, overall four still, I mean, you need to watch this movie. Yeah, I mean, it's still. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I mean, if you're a Godzilla, hey, if you're a Godzilla hey. fan, first of all, you can't miss any of them, so, it, right? And then, uh, except the except the anime. Get ready, people. yeah. <laughs> Ruben's so excited <laughs> about that coming up. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I, th I think you just need to watch us, watch it, and let us know what do, what do you think. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd like to know, I'd like to know what our listeners a, have to say. A yeah. Five uh -huh. or we know what Justin thinks. He gives it like a one, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you can justify that, but 98 above it. But it's okay. We still love Justin. Um, yeah, I mean, but, to, but again, it, it varies to each their own. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. the, the points that you made as far yeah. as, for me, it brought it back to the the tragedy and the disaster of 54, but in today's situation, in, right. in modern yeah. uh, tragic <laughs> happenings with the, with the tsunami and, and how that was handled. So to me, that was the big part of this. And then everything else was icing on the cake as far as the design. And, you know, I mean, so I took it that way with you. It's like, I need an escape. Yeah. Godzilla has been my yeah. escape for decades. Yeah. I don't want to go and have to face the same things I'm trying yeah. to escape, you know? So that makes ton, you know, total sense. So you, yeah, you guys yeah. could be all the way across the board. I mean, overall we gave this an, a four and we do. Yeah. Let us know what you think after you yeah. watch it. What oh, would yeah. you give it one to five or zero to five as far as stomps? Let us know. Comment on the page because we'd like to know what you guys think. And maybe you guys saw this as a perspective that the three of us didn't see it. Exactly. Um, yeah, which would be, be really cool. Yeah, to, be to interesting find out. to see. Yeah. In so. here. Yeah. All right. Well, man, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Hopefully, you guys enjoy the new format. Um, as this is what we'll be running with this style for the, from now on, at least for the foreseeable future. But we've got some cool stuff coming up for you. Again, we've got another episode this month. We are finishing up the Universal Monster series with the Invisible Man. And while I love Claude Rains, we put this one last for yeah. a reason, um, <laughs> just, yeah. just to say so. And then we got some big, exciting stuff coming up next month in September. Ruben is so stoked. He messages me every day and tells me he's so excited the fact that we're doing the Godzilla anime trilogy. 
I mean, he yeah. won't shut up about it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's brought it up a couple times. He has. Yeah. Tonight, yeah. tonight alone. <laughs> for yeah. for Ruben's sake and how much he loves it, we were going to actually do a little bit differently um, to kind of keep things flowing um, as far as the show order. And because Ruben loves these movies so much, we're going to do yeah. all three as one solid trilogy um, for that episode, the first episode of September. So we'll be reviewing all three of those movies in one film um, or in one episode. Um to really honestly probably just get it out of the way for Ruben so he doesn't have to do the, this for more than one yeah, episode. Does anybody, does anybody know if there's like a Cliff Notes version of, the, of these movies somewhere? Because I really need that, man. Somebody put it in a 15-minute video for me because that's about how much I like them. Oh, so that, that's going to be a good one for September. And then September, we have got, we've been hitting around a little bit about it, but we've got an awesome special episode coming up in September. We're doing a team-up episode with our brothers Charlie and Dan from over at uh, Give Me Back My Action Movies. If you guys have, you know, no, obviously Charlie's been with us before doing Deep Rising. Right. Uh, those who have checked out their show know that I just made an appearance on Starship Troopers, uh, but now we're doing a full team episode. Dan, Charlie, me, Mark, Ruben, for a very cool, very cool movie, which I won't say yet. But if you've seen the flyer, you might know. Oh, yeah. But we've got a very special team of it episode is out coming. There. So Sludgecast is going to, the Monster Movies Tom Down is going to team up with uh, Give Me Back My Action Movies for a bang-up powerhouse of a film um, in September. So hopefully you guys will be excited for that one. We'll be dropping more hints as we get closer to it. So, But yeah, so joy. we'll be back again this month with The Invisible Man. Next month, we've got Ruben's favorite Godzilla anime trilogy, followed up by a special team up with Give Me Back My Action Movies, and we're super stoked about it. So, you guys got anything else? I'm good. I'm good over here. All right. <laughs> he's still got that look he on does. his face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's so excited. If we could screenshot oh. that, that's what we yeah. need, you know, just to, oh, yeah. just to show oh, everybody yeah. on Facebook. Hey, um, look, I'd, I'd rather, you know, let's do Ship of Monsters again. Oh, okay? no. So, oh, uh, man. Oh, no. No, no, I enjoyed Ship of Monsters. I would do that. I love that movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had a great time with that one. Yeah. But all right. Well, this is Sludge. And Mark. And Ruben. Y'all have a good night. Good night. Come on, you think You want to live forever? Now what? But no matter what happens, Godzilla will win. You're the one I watched, who I watched. I know, but that was it. Hey, that maybe, was it. Hey, he was like, you were bothering me. He goes, go here, watch this. Here you go. Here you go. Watch this, son. I'll see you later. All right, you know, I'm done. <laughs> you just That's here. Exactly. It, it, it was Mark's. It was Mark's equivalent to giving you the iPhone. And here, living, living a lie because of Mark Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. He was great uh, as peacemaker. Well, I know that they're going to do yeah. a. a Standalone on uh, with yeah, him, yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I hear. Well, because I will stand alone, not watching. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> because the scene was kind of like just.